You're listening to the Hawaii Bankruptcy Podcast with attorneys Lars Peterson and Rick Abelman. The points that we're going to discuss here are legal principles that have application in generality to those listening. This is not intended to be legal advice for your specific situation, and you are not a client of our firm unless we have a written engagement agreement. And today we wanted to talk about uh, a few of uh, Honolulu's uh, and probably nationwide biggest bankruptcy mistakes that can be made. One of the most common ones that we get is when people come in, get ready to file, they say, you know, I have this favorite credit card that I really don't want to include, but everything else we can put in. Or, hey, you know, this bank or this credit union, those people are always really nice to me. I would like to continue to pay them. And so please don't include them in my schedules. Uh, this is not allowed. When you file the bankruptcy, uh, the proceeding is designed to provide some transparency in the bankruptcy or credit collection process. And that means that as a debtor, you are saying, here court, here creditors, this is everything that I have, this is everything that I make, and everything that I spend. So you can see there's not enough here for you to collect all the stuff that you want to collect from me. And uh, from the creditor's perspective, they're able to say, well, hey, you owe me this money, but I see also that you owe a bunch of other people money And yes, I can agree that there's not enough there for me to take money from you. So, okay, we'll, we'll let that go. We'll write it off. We'll take a loss, you know, whatever they're going to do. And the court uh, is relying on the debtor, to be honest, the creditors to file appropriate claims. And that way, the efficiency of the bankruptcy system works. So when you say, I don't want to include this debt, it provides an inaccurate picture to all those parties. It's telling the creditors, you don't have as much debt as you actually have. It's telling the court that, hey, I don't feel like I need to tell you everything that there is about my financial situation. And that is a necessary requirement for the bankruptcy system to work. And uh, in that context, the three big things we advise about bankruptcy is disclose, disclose, disclose. So you want to make sure you're listing all your assets uh, and all of your creditors. Uh, it is not allowed under the federal law, the bankruptcy code, to withhold information. So as long as you are an open book and you cooperate with the trustee so the trustee can review the documents you have filed with the court and answer necessary questions, uh, everything will be in order and then you're achieving your goal at the end which is to get a, the bankruptcy court to issue a discharge and once your debt are discharged you don't owe them anymore. Of course there are a few exceptions Uh, to that certain ones are for example student loans that are generally not dischargeable they don't get paid in the bankruptcy and they survive the bankruptcy there's a lot of movement in, in that department so maybe in the foreseeable future they may become dischargeable again because they're very burdensome to a lot of households in the united states and in hawaii a lot of other non-dischargeable debts that you could come across things like child support and alimony Uh, you can't go rob a bank, steal the money, have a judge say you got to give it back and then file a bankruptcy and be able to keep it. So fraud is, is a problem. Uh, traffic tickets are a common one that come up. Recent taxes, if you just filed your tax return and you owe $10,000 to the IRS, you can't turn around and file a bankruptcy and get rid of that. 
there are some older taxes that you can get rid of, uh, and we can certainly talk about that. There are some domestic support obligations as part of a divorce decree that we can sometimes take care of in certain types of bankruptcy. Again, another reason to come and talk to us for a consultation. Uh, but a big uh, mistake would be to assume that all of your debt is going to be knocked out when there are certain debts that won't be. Um, and then going back to you know just the disclosure, the transparency, don't lie. Don't think, well, I'll just hide this and see if it, you know, nobody notices. That's that's a good way to get yourself in jail. Uh, we certainly cannot help you do that or we will join you in jail. Uh, so, you know, the point is to be transparent. If you have something that's a problem, you need to tell us and then we can help you see if there's solutions to work around it. If you don't tell us, if you try to hide stuff and then somebody finds out later, you know, you might be looking at a jumpsuit and uh, spending some time where you don't want to be. Uh, it's also a way to lose things. You know, if you say, well, I'm just going to hide this bank account and the trustee does an asset search and finds it, he's going to grab those funds, even if you could have potentially exempted them and kept them had you told us about it. So, again, we're asking a number of questions to try to get that information uh, where it should be and to protect it for you. We can only protect you if you you know, tell us everything that we need to know so that we can help you to the best of our ability. And if there's something that doesn't work, we'll tell you about that too. And I think oftentimes there's also a misconception that, that somehow if you hide that you own real property or in a bank account or certain things, um, it, it will be found out. I mean, if we don't find out, it's probably not good for you. And, and if we can cooperate and you disclose everything to us, we can plan for it. And I would say in 99% of the cases, it's not even a problem. Even if you think, oh, I may not be able to keep my $2,000 in my checking account, most of the time you will. It, it won't be an issue, but we need to know an, uh, about it and then we will be helping you and making sure that, that your assets are fully protected and that everything is done uh, correctly. Very often what we in, encounter too is that, that people ask us if they should transfer real property or other assets out of, uh, out of their name and, and they gave it to the daughter, the son, the brother, and that is some something you absolutely do not want to do. If you're about to do it, talk to us first because any transactions that are significant and within a certain time frame before your bankruptcy filing can be undone by the bankruptcy trustee. So before you think about you know, changing assets, setting up a trust and, and certain things. It's always good to talk to us. It's a free consultation. And again, we will do an overall assessment and let you know, should you do a transfer or not, right? Is a property even at risk? What's the situation? We look at the value and then what your mortgage balance is so forth. So determine, do you have equity? And, and those are all things we are doing for you. Uh, so give us a call. Let's do that free consultation and avoid the mistakes. Yeah, and you know, we absolutely get it. You're you're in a situation where you've probably come to borrow money from a lot of people, including family and friends, and you're saying, "Hey, well, if there's a little bit of money to give out, I don't want to screw over my family and friends. I at least, you know, we'll we'll let, you know, one of these creditors take the fall, but I'll get them some money first before I file." And that's a very common and typical and expected reaction. That's one of the reasons why the bankruptcy code is set up the way it is because they don't want you to prioritize those creditors that you like over the creditors that you don't care for so much. And so 
again, there's still things that we can do, but you got to talk to us first and we can figure out the best way to do that so that your friends don't get a letter from the trustee saying, if you don't turn this stuff over, I'm going to sue you for it. Uh, the last thing that I would say can be a potentially huge mistake is timing. Uh, the timing of the bankruptcy filing can be critical. Uh, there are certain things that impact what type of bankruptcy you're going to qualify for, how much you're going to pay. If you think about a Chapter 7 means test, which is your, your measurement objectively of your ability to pay, that means test requires that you fill out income that you've received over the six months prior to the month that you're filing in. So let's assume you lost your job two weeks ago and you say, well, I guess I got to file for bankruptcy. If you have no income coming in and nothing coming for the foreseeable future, you still have to file as if you're making that money that you were making in the six months prior to filing. It's going to look like you have a lot more because that test is rigid and cannot be changed. Uh, the timing of filing, perhaps waiting a few months, can get you into a better spot. Uh, the timing of filing when it comes to garnishments can make a big difference. It can make the difference between you saying goodbye to that money that you lost or being able to recover it. Yeah, and I think the very last thing about this uh, making mistakes uh, related to bankruptcy is make sure you are talking to an attorney or to several attorneys if, if you see fit and that they take into account really your entire situation, not that they just say, oh, I can stop this lawsuit for you. You need to look at, can I keep my asset? What's the plan they're putting me into? Is this all working? And are they taking those concerns that you have transferred and so forth into account or not? Or do they just want to set you up? We want to make sure bankruptcy is the right thing for you. So if you talk to us, you get your free consultation and we will tell you if bankruptcy is the right thing for you or if there are other options. We We look forward to speaking with you. Thank you for listening to the Hawaii Bankruptcy Podcast.